the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me uh, on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, 1090 AM. And we're glad that you're hanging out with us today. It is open phone in Friday. So that means anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. You can ask me any question you want about race, religion, relationships, or anything that's on your heart. You may have a question for me as a brother in the Lord, as a pastor, as a man, uh, or just somebody uh, who's hanging out with you while you're sitting in in the rain or in the traffic somewhere, guess what? I'm here for you. My phone number is 888-432-7434, all throughout the nation's capital and all throughout the nation. So if you want to give me a call, that's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, A couple other ways to get a hold of me, I'll tell you in just a moment. But let me go ahead and bow in a word of prayer, commit our time to the Lord so that we can maximize the first hour of rush hour uh, that we have together. Okay, dear Lord, I lift up today's show in the name of Jesus and just pray that you would divinely connect me uh, with the people who are calling me as well as the ones that are listening or watching on Facebook. Would we just have a great time learning, stimulating one another uh, and encouraging each other in the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen. We usually stick uh, kick the week off with Marriage Mondays. Uh, we talked about love versus like. Tough Topic Tuesdays, we talked about cakes and gays. Uh, wisdom Wednesday, uh, we talked about the wisdom of voting and were you happy with the results in the voting process that uh, we had this week, uh, midterm elections. And then yesterday was Theological Thursday. I thought that was an interesting conversation, wasn't it? We talked about the theology of one race 
And does that concept of the scriptures telling us we're from one race of people, uh, does that in some way help us with regard to reconciliation? So we had a good week of conversation. And now guess what? We get to kick it and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. So uh, if you want to hit me up some other ways, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com. All right. All right, let's go to the phone line. We'll kick it off in Washington, D.C. with our first caller. Marty is on the line. Hi, Marty. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, good afternoon. How are you today? Blessings to you, my friend. I'm just fine. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking today? I heard a portion of your show from yesterday where you were talking about race, um, that, that we are all basically one, one, there's one human race. That's right. Um. I guess script, scripturally, biblically, that sounds good. Yeah. But in reality, that does not work here in America. Tell me why. Um, I I noticed just this week, I took a look at some statistics from Tuesday's voting. Okay. Uh, and I think the stats I saw were taking a look at the voting for uh, for the uh, for governor in the state of Florida. Uh huh. With uh, a- Andrew Gillum and DeSantis. That's right. And overwhelmingly. I believe about 70, 70% of white males and 70% of white females mm-hmm. voted for DeSantis. Okay. And I think from what I've seen in a, in a lot of the races across the country, uh, people are clearly voting based along the color line. That's right. So, again, while we can, while we can talk about, you know, uh, obviously God made all of us in his image and essentially, you know, we are all pretty much the same physiologically. Right. But there are still there's still a skin color difference. There's still a cultural difference, particularly here in America, there as is. we see with with the with the current. Yeah. I'll call him the current U.S. president. So let me ask you a question, uh, Marty. Let me ask yes, you. Sir. Let me ask you yes, a question. Sir. Biblically, it says we're one race. Practically, you're saying, yeah, we still have these color lines. Here's my question. Do you think that if we promote the unity of one race the way the scripture is teaching, that that somehow can help us lift ourselves out of this? Or do you think not necessarily? Okay, I'm going to say America, I was born born and raised here. This is the only country where I've lived. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, as far as America, America is concerned, no, it will not. <laughs> you don't think um, it, you said it's not going to happen here, no. huh? <laughs> The, the, uh, yeah. No, the, the 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 color differences in America are historical. Yeah. And again, you know, we, we can say that we're all one people, but clearly, yeah. and again, I'm going to go back to the current U.S. president and his behavior just this week. Yeah. This man clearly indicates that he has a deep animosity for people who do not look like him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, unless unless you're you're Russian or uh, you know a nationalist, uh, you're, you're probably not gonna have him say anything negative about you. It's about the only groups he can't seem to say anything negative about. But outside of that, you're right. Uh, anybody's gonna get his ire. And this week, uh, three African American uh, female reporters got it pretty badly. Called him nasty, stupid. Yes, they did. Uh, and so I, I hear what you're saying there, Marty. Thank you for being my first caller. I appreciate it. I still have hope, by the way, that uh, we can reconcile. We can teach one another how to celebrate diversity. We can live up to the promise of Scripture that we are all uh, who are in Christ. The dividing wall between Jew and Gentile can be shattered and has been shattered because of 
the power of the cross. Now, practically, I hear what you're saying, Marty, but I've just got to believe that God has the power to help unite us. I'm watching it in my own church to see 52 different nations come together and worship him. Will there always be folk that are on, on the extremes, whether they're black or white or Asian or Hispanic? Of course, they're going to be. But we still got to hold up the light of Christ and remind people that uh, we are one in Christ. And this is why Ephesians 4 teaches us to maintain the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. We already have it in Christ. We just got to maintain it through the bond of peace. And I know, Marty, it's not easy. Uh, but you know what God calls us to. He never calls us to what is easy, but he always calls us to what is right. So hopefully you'll be a gracist uh, like me and like so many others. Go to Embrace Gracism and register to be a gracist, to live out the seven sayings of a gracist. And I do believe we can change the world. It won't be perfect, but we're going we're gonna to do our best, our level best, uh, to be the bridge builders and the ambassadors of reconciliation that God has called us to be. I'm going to run to my commercial break. I'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Here is my number, 888-432-7434. smelly basement and let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered pain in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate five hundred dollars to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fix. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. 
That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with me, David Anderson, you and I kicking it. Right here over the airwaves. I'm so glad you're hanging with me. Big shout out to those of you who are on my Facebook page. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. And, of course, those of you who are listening on the radio, remember my lines are open. I think I might have one left if you want to get in now would be the time uh, to do it. Let me give you my phone number and remind you what today is. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And today is open phone in Friday, all right? Uh, let's go to Anonymous, who's in Forestville, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Happy Friday to you. Thank you much. What are you thinking? Yes. Well, I have one for you. Okay. I'd like to know your biblical thought about this. Um, the other day, a friend of mine, Christian sister, I'm a born-again Christian mm-hmm. for quite some time, and she texted me in a group chat a group text saying she was selling some hemp oil for pain. And I became a little bothered by that. That she was what? I'm just really selling some hemp oil, like, you know, the oh, hemp oil for marijuana. Oil. Yeah. Please. Okay. Yeah. And I was very offended by it. And, you know, I asked her to remove me. But anyway, mm-hmm. I am getting just a little fed up with the whole marijuana thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people just going crazy about it, eating the product, smoking it for selling it you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. really like at my top with it i'm like do christians really be doing this selling it eating it taking the product smoking the product gotcha well, i'm not with it i'm yeah. not for it well you're allowed to you're allowed to have your opinion on it uh when it comes to anything regarding health and if it's legal yeah what, then, is, what are your thoughts well my thoughts are if it's legal and somebody wants to use it for health reasons i don't have a problem with it at all uh it may not be something i i would encourage but again, it's like people using essential oils. They're using peppermint and and eucalyptus and and I mean, people are doing things for their health that they like. I mean, I get I'm a black man, so I get scratches. I'm I'm getting cocoa butter all over that thing. But everybody has a different, <laughs> you know. I'm just saying, everybody has a different view. I don't think I don't think you have to be too uh, worried about it. Now, if it's a teenager who's just getting high, if it's uh, Someone who's smoking it for recreational purposes, I don't necessarily like that because I don't think you should be altering yourself to such a degree that you that becomes your normal and you almost need it in order to survive. I think that that's a problem. And anything where you can get addicted, you have to have enough maturity to use it in moderation. And it doesn't matter whether it's uh, drinking alcohol or eating chocolate. The reality is some people go overboard because they have an addictive personality. And so I think that's where we have to stay away from it. But if, if one of your girlfriends is just using a little hemp oil and it's helping her with her pain, don't even get all sideways about it. It's not a big deal. But if she's buying pounds, yeah, get by that. But if she's buying pounds of it and every time you see her, she's hungry and her, her, yeah. her, her mouth is dry and her eyes are red, <laughs> now you got a problem. You know what I'm saying? No, we got a problem, right? Yeah. And I and I I know the oil is at the base, but I'm thinking yeah. I think Christians, a lot of Christians, and not, not being judgmental, but yeah. I'm like you. If you're getting overboard, you're addicted to it. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah, we should be trusting God for our healing. Yeah, you're That's right. It. Thank you. You're you right. Have a good answer. Thanks for hanging with me. That's Forestville, Maryland, showing up today. Big shout out to those of you there. 
Hey, let's go on over to uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. I haven't been there today. Aridia is on the line. Hi, Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson. Turn your turn your radio down so uh, I can hear you. What's your comment or question? Hi, Hi I was just a uh, question on the race. I come from the Dominican Republic, and I came here when I was 15 years old. Okay. And the moment that I got here a week later, I found out how tired it was about race. I am white, black and white. I said, what's going on? Yeah. And... My sister told me, well, if it bothered you, just look at the bird. It bird a different color, different that we all bleed the same human yeah. beings. Right. And we all have to treat each other like God treated us. Yes. I feel myself good because I know I am a keen daughter. That's right. what it matters to me. Right, right. And I look at the people the same way I am I feel. Right. Well, and, and that's a beautiful thing, and I'm glad you're doing it because you never know whether you, I know you said you're from Dominican Republic. You probably know what racism looks like, even just from the Haitians and the Dominican Republicans and Republic uh, people from the Dominican Republic. And I remember I've been there and some issues between the Haitians and them. And so wherever you go, there are going to be some of these uh, racial problems. So I think it's right for you to say, hey, Whatever the Lord says I am, that's what I am, <laughs> you know, and you got to know who yeah. you are in the Lord. Isn't that right, Aridia? That's right. I don't care, I don't care if you're black or white, but I do care the way I, I behave myself and I right. treat others. Right. So they treat the same way I treat them. You got it right, Aridia. If, th I, right. if I treat you bad, you're going to see me bad, babe, right? Yeah. Well, and like the Lord says, even when people treat you bad, you got to not return insult with insult, but with blessing. And I know that that's hard to do, but that's what our Lord calls us to do. And like I said earlier, he doesn't always call us to what is easy, but he does always call us to, to what is right. So, hey, listen, thanks I a lot, Aridia, for giving me a call. I appreciate it so much. Let's go to Ellicott City and talk to Samantha, who's on the line. Hello, Samantha. Welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Uh, doing very good. I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? So it's funny that we're talking about race right now because I just had an experience that I'm kind of like still even speechless about it, and it actually happened within the last few hours, and I wanted to share it with you mm. um, because I'm just speechless. So mm. I'm in Walmart, and um, there's a older couple, white older couple, getting bacon, and yeah. so I'm waiting behind them until they finish so then I can go up to the line okay. and get some or the the freezer and get some. And as the guy's backing up, I back up more so he can come out. And he turns around and he says, go home. And I thought to myself, did he just say that? Mm. So I said, excuse me? And he says, go home. What do you think and he I meant said, by that? Where exactly is that, sir? Huh. Say it again. I said, what do you think he meant by that? I don't know, which is why I said, what is, you know, where exactly is that, sir, is what I said to him. Hmm. And he says, oh, you don't know where you're from? I said, yes, I know where I'm from. I'm from America. Hmm. And he just, you know, and I guess because I got loud and because I was irritated, then the people around me kind of like stopped also and, you know, just kind of like tapped me in my back and they said, it's okay, it's okay. You know, he's just ignorant. He's just ignorant. Mm. But I was just completely speechless because I thought to myself, really? Huh. That is so sad. So do you think that he noticed that you were a, 
different like uh are you, are you a darker woman or are are you from a different uh place i mean you said you're american did you immigrate over here or what no i'm puerto rican i'm from puerto rico okay well puerto rico is a part uh-huh. is america and so um, yeah huh, so you think he looked at you and said she must be hispanic so she's mexican or or she's not a part of this country is that what you're thinking I don't know. I really don't know what he was thinking. I don't know where, and, and that's, that's why I asked him where exactly is that, huh. because of the fact that I don't know what he thought I was. That's terrible. But he didn't answer. He couldn't even say. He just said, don't you know where you're from? Now, what triggered this? Were you speaking Spanish to somebody, or were you speaking Spanish on the phone? Or, like, I'm just wondering, what would, trigger, what would trigger this man to say to a stranger, go home? I have no clue. I was standing there quietly. I was just looking at the bacon like he was looking at the bacon. Wow. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I was in his, I don't know if I was in his way, if he felt. I don't know what he felt. I have wow. no clue. I have no clue. But You said his wife it, was with him? Me, yes. And yes. What, did, what did she say? And then after they walked away, they were bickering at each other. I don't know. Oh, maybe she know, was mad at him. At maybe she was mad no, at him. No, she didn't seem... She didn't seem mad at him. She seemed, you know, disturbed by me also. Wow. Well, I'm really, really sorry that you even had to experience that. That's terrible. I think we're living in a time now where people just feel emboldened to say things that are so disrespectful and and racially charged. And the fact that basically you experienced racism as a Hispanic woman where somebody would just say to you, go home where your home is here in America. Uh, and so I'm really, really sorry you had to experience that. So ho- hopefully uh, you're okay and, and you understand what a lot of people go through. Is this like the first time something like this has happened to you? Yes. It, very, I mean, um, yes, it's the very first time that I've actually experienced it or even seen it like so close, you know? And how, I hear it, I see it on... TV, on social media mm-hmm. and things like that, and I believe it does happen because yeah. I know that there's people out there that have really cold hearts. But it's never happened to you I, before. Know, no, no, no. You know, and, and I have other Puerto Rican friends that has happened to and things like that. And my mm-hmm. mother, um, you know, growing up, people would make fun of her because she had a strong accent because mm-hmm. she didn't learn English until after she was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So she has a strong accent, but it's it's just. It makes me sad because let's just say that I was a Puerto Rican who lost my home back in Puerto Rico because of the, you know, the tornado yeah. and things of the hurricanes. Exactly. So what? I can't come here now. What's, I mean, I can't uh, come to the United States, and and I have to stay in Puerto Rico. Is that what they're saying? Well, and think about what if you even were even if I was from another country. Well, and think about exactly how if you were from another country, how if you immigrated, got your papers legally, like my wife have darker skin, came from Korea, got her her papers. I mean, I was there when she raised her hand and became a citizen at, um, I think she was 19 or 20, something like that. And, and But for somebody then to say to her, go home, I can only imagine what that would feel like. And uh, how old are you, or what is their age range you're in now? I'll be 50 in March. Okay, so think about this. You've had that first experience 
uh, as a almost 50-year-old woman. Can you imagine then someone with darker skin, maybe a, a, a black boy or a black girl or, or a deeply dark Hispanic uh, Mexican or something who is 15, 16, and they hear this kind of stuff, and, all, and now, now they're 40, and they've had 25 of these experiences. Can you imagine how that would either hurt their heart or anger their mind? Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, it really, it did both to me. It did both. I mean, it, and it was kind of like, it. I mean, I had so many different emotions. I actually really, I, I felt sick to my stomach. My heart was really, really heavy. Mm. Um, I was angry for a minute. I started crying for another minute. Mm. It, it was just like, it took me a moment to get myself back together again. Yeah, So wow. I can't imagine that constantly happening to you all the time. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord, it, there was no physical violence. Thankfully, just a crotchety old man. But uh, thank God, he, you know, had he had a badge and some authority, you throw that on top of it and what that power dynamic looks like. So I thank God that it was, even though it was a negative experience, it was a safe one. You're safe. And I just pray that you have forgiveness in your heart and you don't let this mar you, but you will let it uh, at least teach you as you continue to be a bridge builder to help other people deal with it, okay? Definitely. Thank you, sir. Blessings to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and there you have it, a personal experience with someone at a Walmart in a, in a store. So uh, every time someone says, you know, racism is done, and it's, you know, like my earlier caller said, you know, <laughs> one race is what God's called us to, but this is the practicality of what's going on in our lives as well. How do you live for Christ in the midst of that? That, my friend, is what my life's committed to, and I sure hope I'm helping you with it as well. I'll be right back. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories 
to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What's up, Facebook people? Thanks a lot for being there on my Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks. And everybody who's on WAVA, big shout out to you and all around the world. Guess what? You can always call me, 888-432-7434 from 3 to 4. The first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. And, of course, at any time, you can hit me up on Facebook, all of my social media, at Anderson Speaks. And don't forget, every Saturday at 7 p.m., we have a Saturday special weekend edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson for 30 minutes from 7 to 7.30 so you can get the best of every single weekend. And then you got me preaching on Sundays. For those of you who want to watch me on Facebook Live every Sunday at noon, uh, you just go to my Facebook page, at Anderson Speaks, and you'll see me preaching live every Sunday. Uh, So you can check out old messages as well. Just go to my Facebook page, like me there. And so you can get seven seven days. That I get tired of myself. I don't know how y'all could be connected to me for seven days. But for those who want to, there you have it, okay? Hey, let me give you my number one more time, and then I'm going right back uh, to my phone lines. Are you ready? Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. And before I go to the phone lines, let me just tell you, my mother is turning 85 this weekend, Mom. Happy birthday. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful God has had you in my life. From the day I was born until today, I am blessed to know you, and uh, all the children love you and respect you. We all rise up and call you blessed. So Sunday is your birthday, and we love you. And my sister's birthday is Saturday, Brenda Anderson uh, Fuller. All right. She's a first lady of New Song Bible Fellowship, married to Dr. Bernard Fuller, Her birthday is Saturday, so there's a big weekend for a couple of amazing women in my life, my sister Brenda and my mom, uh, Icy Anderson Jackson. So there you have it. All right, 888-43-BRIDGE. 
Let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland, and talk to Gina, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Gina. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. um, so what I like to what this is one thing that I've noticed during this. Um, well, it started from during the Obama campaign. I mean, Obama administration. Yes, ma'am. A lot of uh, black people that I came up uh, in contact with automatically assumed that I voted for Obama because you know I'm black. Okay. And. And I noticed that during this past um, campaign with Trump and Hillary, a lot of blacks that I came in contact with automatically assumed that I voted for Hillary. Uh-huh. So I'm going for Hillary. Uh-huh. So, and I find it very interesting how, even though we talk about racism, I find it interesting and mind-boggling how a lot of blacks that I've and come in contact with get very angry when they see other blacks um, voting or deciding to vote for Trump. Right. Who voted for Trump. Right. Or those who voted for those in the Republican Party. That's right. And, and, I, and I find it's just mind-boggling. And, and, and the same people talk about racial issues. Right. And I, I don't understand it. I'm just so confused. Mm. Why is it that blacks are talking about race? Issue, racial issues, but yet you are being racist yourself. Why yeah. can't you vote for who you want to vote for? Why do we have to hide? A lot of my friends that voted for Trump are hiding. They don't want to yeah. vote for him right. because of what will happen. Right. Know? Well, and you know what? The reality is a lot of white folk who voted for Trump hide, too. I mean, Trump won not because you had a lot of people that were coming out and saying we're for Trump. You had a lot of people that were doing that. But there's a whole lot of people in our country, white and otherwise, who voted for Trump. Uh, and but there's also a shame that goes with it because they don't they're not necessarily happy about his his character and his behavior. And so whether you're white or black, if you are a pro Trump person, it makes people look at you kind of side eye because they're like, OK, are you pro Trump policy or are you pro-Trump, and it kind of throws him off because, you know, uh, his behavior, his character. And so sometimes people associate you with the characters that you like, right? And so if, if you say, man, I, re I really like Hitler, he's a great guy, well, he may have been a, a, a tremendous leader. But if, if you really like him and tell people that you like him, uh, then they may look at you side-eye. Now, I'm not saying that Trump's like Hitler, but I am saying that Trump is a very strong personality that if you associate yourself with him, you have to also realize that you're going to get some of the feedback that a lot of people have. Now, with regard to the racial aspect, you're right. Most people are going to assume if you're black that you're not going to be Republican and you're not going to be Democratic. And I, I think that that's a stereotype that's changing because you're getting more blacks who are crossing over or who are like me. I may have grown up with a Democratic father or family, but I'm an independent. I may have grown up Baptist, but I'm non-denominational. So I've kind of stepped out of that denomination or that party into a more middle ground where I can think uh, for both platforms and for many denominations. But you're right. I understand how it must uh, feel, Gina, because people are looking at you side eye because they're saying, how in the world could you vote for a, a man who seems to be saying things that are so negative about women or about black people or about Mexicans? How, how can you? So you're right. People are going to look at you kind of crazy just because of that. What do you think? Well, quite frankly, the way I look at it is during the campaign with Hillary, I looked at Hillary as a life. 
And I looked at her as a very dishonest human being. Right. And I looked at Trump as someone who was up front and, okay, they found the tape and they, they aired the tape. And yeah. yeah, that's what he did. But then I, you know him black and white, but he yeah. really was. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So, hey, listen, I, I gotta I, run to this. I, I, I gotta run to this break, Gina. I'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, "Why are you here at Omega Graduate School?" Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this: "I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good." The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education. Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. And I'm back for my commercial break. I want to say sorry to Gina. I had to cut her off right before the commercial, but I got what you were saying, and uh, thank you so much for calling. Sorry I didn't manage that time very well. But I'm back now, and I have a few more minutes with you, so I'm going to go right back to the phone lines. Let's go to Charles. Charles is in Brandywine, Maryland. 
Hi, Charles. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson, real quick. Uh, I, I appreciate your show. I listen to you every single day of my life. Thank you, brother. Real quick, if you would allow me, because a couple of your callers have said things that touch base with me. Yes, sir. Um, and I just wanted to comment on those really quickly, if you would allow me to. Yes, sir. First caller was making the comments about President Trump's comments to the three women. Uh, it is possible that he made the comments because they were stupid questions. Number, one. <laughs> number two, it's that type of uh, that, that it's those types of mentalities that encourage racism in our country, right, as far right. as I'm concerned. Okay. I am white. I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Right. I got beat up every day because I was poor and white. Oh, and man. I had my shoes for me. The sisters got beat up. So I've, I've been there, mm, too. That's too and bad. I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But the mentality that only certain races go through these types of racism, I right. was being, uh, you know, racist against me my whole life because of where I grew up, right. Birmingham, Louisiana, predominantly black, and we were poor and white. And, mm-hmm. You know, it, it happens. Yeah, uh, but it's still not right. And the lady, the lady at, it's still, no, it's not it's right. still not right. I mean, I don't, I don't like that you had that, that experience. To be honest, you know, I mean, it seems like you're strong and you got through it, and most of us are, but still doesn't make it Christian, <laughs> right? No, no, sir, it doesn't. But you know, we're all products of our environment, and mm-hmm. I believe that if we all come together mm-hmm. um, as one race and not as colors, as, mm-hmm. as long as people see other people based off of their color, yeah. like the couple in Walmart who mistreated the young lady. That's right. Uh, it's totally uncalled for. And I wish, that, yeah. I wish that I had been there when that happened. I would have said something. But mm. we all we all experience racism at some point in our life, no matter what race you are. Yeah. Hey, but Charles, let me ignore, ask you, Charles, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If you were there in that yes, Walmart, yes, uh, as a white man, you were there in that Walmart, and that white guy did say to that uh, Hispanic woman what he said, go back home, what would you have, what, like, what happens inside of you as another white man, but you kind of understand people of color? How do you handle something like that? Because your answer may help somebody else who, who's in that situation. Well, my answer may be very unorthodox, but let me tell you what I would have done. Okay. I would have said, I'm sorry, baby, I'll, I'll take care of it. And we live right off of Branch Avenue. Are you saying that we should go home? Is that what you're trying to say to us? <laughs> okay. uh, because I'm sarcastic like that, but, you know, there's, you know, I served in the military. I'm a, I'm a disabled veteran. Gotcha. And I served with all races of yeah. many different countries. And, and I just love everybody. And I yeah. think that people can get past their racism. Yeah. And what I do for a living, I I I see racism towards me every day because I'm a, a lot disabled. of times in neighborhoods where not a lot of white people go to, and they you know right. I wave to them and they just tell me to you know mess off mm. or whatever. But I don't let that right determine who I am. Well, I know my heart, and I was not raised to hate no matter what people do to me. Yeah, well, it's it's, it sounds like you're a strong. It sounds like you're a strong a strong man. It sounds like. Uh, you're a veteran. Uh, first of all, let me just say thank you for serving. Uh, I appreciate that. And as a, as a servant of the Lord and a soldier for the Lord, uh, you know, keep uh, keep those rough edges smooth because I know what it's like. You want to be sarcastic. You want to uh, go back at people. I feel that way, and I'm a pastor. So I like, I always got to tamp down my uh, my responses when because I don't know what I would have done if I were in that situation with that lady. Uh, you know, I pray that Christ will give me the strength to say something to the man in a way that's redemptive. But when those things come up, sometimes you're just quick at the mouth. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. 
So anyway, hey, listen, yes, thanks for hanging with cool. me from Brandywine, Charles. Yeah, unfortunately, I got to right. keep rolling only because I, I want to get a couple more in, but I like talking to you. Thanks for listening to me every day, and please call me back again. You're always welcome. Let's go to Washington, D.C. Andrew's been holding for a while, so I want to get to him. Hi, Andrew. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Dr. Anderson, Andrew, and first-time caller, and I am alive and grateful. <laughs> well, thank you. And guess what? That's my middle name, David Andrew Anderson. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. I know now. That's a good name, brother. It's a good name. <laughs> and, you know, every usually when Andrew is mentioned, he's bringing someone to Jesus. Isn't he, though? Come on, man. Don't, don't start preaching now. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let me stop. So here's my question. Okay. Now, now this is a doozy. Okay. Um. There's somewhere in Scripture, I'm not exactly sure, but it says that, like, God is not man or son of man, he should repent. Mm -hmm. But there's a Scripture in Exodus 32, mm -hmm. chapter 32. He's talking to Moses, and, and God is, like, fed up. He's like, Moses, I'm going to wipe them all out. These people are stiff-necked. And God <laughs> basically, I mean, Moses basically says, oh, God, I can't let you do that. Mm. Remember the covenant you made mm -hmm. with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob? Mm -hmm. And then Moses says, repent. Lord, mm. of this evil that you plant. And so, you know, verse 14 says, and the Lord repented of the evil. Some other version says relented, mm -hmm. but I'm a mm -hmm. King James man. Right, and yeah, it's yeah. repent. Please, Dr. Anderson, shed some light on this. Well, it, it, relented is better than repented. The King James is, is using that term. Uh, repent meaning to turn away. Relent basically means the Lord decided to have mercy because Moses was seeking his favor. In fact, earlier in that same passage in verse 11, it says, but Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. And so I think okay. that he was seeking God's favor, and God says, you know what? I do remember my covenant. I'm going to have favor on you. Remember, favor is grace that you don't deserve. So he basically held, yeah, favor, yeah. he basically held back his judgment. That's really mercy. Relenting is about mercy holding back judgment. That's what God did. So the next time you get in trouble and you say, Lord, please be merciful with me. And then the Lord says, okay, Andrew, I'm going to have mercy on you this time. All you can do is say, thank you, Lord, for relenting. That's what that means. <laughs> so actually, in this case, relenting is, is a better word than repenting. Yeah, because it's about mercy. God's not repenting from sin. I did something wrong, so I'm turning. All right, which is the way the right. King James is using it. But really, it's about God is now withholding his judgment and has decided not to hurt when he could have hurt it. Mm, mm. Repentance, you know is a, repentance is about doing, saying, I'm sorry for doing something wrong. Uh, God didn't do nothing wrong. God was about to do something really right. right. But because of the favor, it says in verse 11, because of, he's a merciful favor, favoring God, uh, thank God, because all of us, because of God's mercy, are not going to get what we should get. But because God has relented, you and I are not going to hell. Amen? <laughs> wow. You know, Dr. Anderson, you are awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, God is, <laughs> that's for I'm sure. I'm a first-time caller, but I hope you'll let me call you again. You better. I'm going to be mad at you, okay? <laughs> God bless all you. Right. Have a blessed night. Thanks. You too. What a good question. What a good call. And uh, thanks for hanging out with me and letting me uh, search through the scriptures with you. That was Exodus chapter 32. I like those biblical questions. 
That's really cool. Aren't you excited, though, that God, he doesn't have to repent because he's not done anything wrong, but he will relent just because he's merciful. Anybody glad for God's mercy? I can't see you now, but if you're glad for God's mercy, just lift your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm coming right back. In a spare bedroom. Two turntables uh, and a microphone. I was flipping over 33s, working on rhymes and melodies, searching for some more of you. It's never been my dream. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Supreme Court in the UK recently decided unanimously in favor of a bakery in Belfast where they declined to make a cake celebrating same-sex marriage. You may think it sounds similar to the case of Jack Phillips here in our country. That's because it is. Here at home, of course, Jack won at our high court by a 7-2 margin in the Masterpiece Cake Shop decision, defended by the good folks at ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Jack's story, the story of the U.K., the story of Baron L. Stutzman, the floors up in Washington State, all are just examples of how widespread these free speech and free exercise of religion issues are today. The courts, at least for the foreseeable future, are the first and last line of defense for what our founders called the first freedom. The good folks need to stay fully engaged in the fight. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join us at the International Place Conference Center, Arlington, December 7th and 8th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? 
With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I want to thank you for all your gifts, your donations, your prayer, and your friendship. And I want to thank uh, Best Buy Waterproofing because they give us a $500 gift to the radio program every time they do business with one of my listeners. And I had a listener just the other day said, I had water in my basement, and I called Best Buy Waterproofing, and they came over. They told me exactly what happened. They gave me a quote, and I have to do it because the water is coming in. You know what? You can give them a call before the water rises, and they'll give you a free inspection. So just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call 844-980-3707 their number once again best buy waterproofing 844-980-3707 and tell them that dr anderson and mrs anderson sent you because we've used them in our house and we're so grateful we did all right well listen let me get back to the phone lines before i end the show see if i can get one or two more phone calls in quickly Let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Roy, who's on the line. Hi, Roy. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question quickly, please? Well, Dr. Anderson, you know, um, I've been listening to the radio of our Christian radio. Yes, sir. And there's a thing that we call ourselves, if we believe in the Lord, mm-hmm. we are saved. Yeah. Now, the disciples believed in God. Mm-hmm. They believed in Jesus Christ. But mm-hmm. remember, Jesus told Peter, after he had denied him three times, he said, when you are converted, mm-hmm. go strengthen your brethren. Mm-hmm. I think 85% of Christians, they believe, but they are truly not converted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we are truly converted then we would do the things that the Spirit of God would tell us to do. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have all of this division that we have in our country. Mm. We could go through the world by the Spirit mm-hmm. and bring people to God. Right, right. To say, I believe. Um, the Bible says the devil believes. Right, right. The devil is not correct. Well, and, you know, that's, that is a good... That is a good point, Mr. Roy. I appreciate you making it on my show. Uh, there is a difference between just believing and conversion. And, uh, you know, to be converted means to give your life over to the Lord and to submit and surrender uh, to his lordship. And I think that's important as a distinction to make. But even once someone is converted, they have to be discipled and they have to grow. Because when you're converted, you're a baby believer in the Lord, a baby Christian or a baby Christ follower. And uh, it takes time to grow, and we got to give people time to grow and develop, even out of their bad habits, maybe even out of their racism or out of beliefs that they may have had for 30 or 40 years. So that is a process, and the Word of God is what transforms our mind. And that's why shows like this hopefully are helpful to help you transform your thinking, stimulate your thinking, and encourage you to do what God would want you to do and be what He'd want you to be. 
Dear Heavenly Father, would you help us do what you want us to do and be what you want us to be in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.